You are listening to episode 29 of Fearless Rebel Radio. This episode is really good. When I re-listened to it again, I was super pumped, so I'm excited to share it with you. I interview Vanessa and Alex from the Fat Girl Food Squad, and we talk all about the word fat, body positivity, health at every size, how to step into your fears to be more confident, and so much more. Before we get started, I just want to remind you to head to summerinandin.com or summerthenutritionist.com to get access to my free ebook, 10 Rules to Break to Ditch Diets and Love Your Body, as well as access to the free 10-day body confidence makeover. Uh, again, that's summerinandin.com or just go to summerthenutritionist.com to get that info. Let's get started with the show. Rebel Radio, baby! I am your host, Summer Inanin, a certified nutritional practitioner, diet rebel, and food lover on a mission to help you feel hot damn fearless in your body. Fearless Rebel Radio is here to empower you to defy the standards and break the rules in order to radiate confidence, relish in your uniqueness, and live life fearlessly on your own terms. Every episode, I will help you to do this by sharing practical advice not-so-PG-rated rants and interviews with fearless rebel guests. Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, I am very excited about today's guests. They are part of an awesome online community and I'm excited to have them here today. And they are Canadian, which is pretty rad because I think I've only had one other Canadian on this show before. Today we have Vanessa and Alex from the Fat Girl Food Squad. The Fat Girl Food Squad is a blog and more importantly, a community focused on the intersection between food, fat, and feminism. Fat Girl Food Squad is fundamentally about people of all shapes and sizes eating good food and feeling good in their bodies in every way possible. They aim to provide a safe, positive space for all bodies while showcasing those who label and identify themselves as fat and endeavoring to break down the stereotypes and barriers that surround such a controversial three-letter word. They do this both through the content they curate on the blog and through Fat Girl Food Squad in real life, where they attend and host events and happenings in their communities. Inclusivity and community building are at the core of everything they do. Fat Girl Food Squad operates under the principle that regardless of size or gender, there is a fat girl living in everyone. Welcome to the show, Vanessa and Alex. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for being here today. No, thank you for having us. Yeah. So before we get started, why don't each of you kind of take this opportunity to introduce yourselves individually? Awesome. Well, I'm Vanessa, and I am on Fat Girl Food Squad as mainly a fashion writer, but I write about food, I write about um, body positivity, biking, whatever comes up, really. (laughs) And what's your story, Vanessa? Like, how did you get to how did you get to where you are today? Um, well, I started, uh, being body positive on Tumblr, um, and through that discovering that I, I identified as fat, I saw that one of my friends wrote for Fat Girl Food Squad, and I didn't know what it was about at all, I just knew that it was called Fat Girl Food Squad, and I was like, I'm fat, I like food, uh, how can I join? And I messaged her and kind of talked about it, it was the first time I'd ever written for um, a blog besides just kind of like my internet ramblings. So it was great experience and I've written for them for, I want to say about a year now. So yeah, cool. And how did you get into body positivity? Um, I think it was it, mostly through uh, seeing other people online. So reading other women's blogs, reading other people's blogs, and really just realizing that like identifying as a body positive person made me a lot happier in myself. Mm -hmm. And once I realized that, like, I could love myself at any size, I really wanted to tell everyone else that and like, you know, tell my mom, tell my sister, tell my friends. And I feel like that's kind of how I got started with it is just like seeing cool babes on the internet loving themselves. I love it. Awesome. What about you, Alex? Uh, So I started writing for Fat Girl Food Squad in the summer and that got started because I had gone to a thing called Bloggers Who Brunch and we ate food and I got to meet the girls, Emma and Yuli. And then 
Emma invited me out in the summer and I was just like, this is amazing. How can I do this? And then I saw that they were looking for people to start writing for them and I applied and then Emma immediately messaged me back and was like, yeah, we were thinking about asking you anyways. And I was like, that's fantastic. So I, um, I started with a piece about going to the beach as someone who's fat. And then it kind of led on to writing about other things like fashion and like doing food reviews and restaurant reviews. So that's really exciting. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then I guess I started with the body positive scene uh, after my concussion. So I fell and uh, hit my head against the concrete on uh, two years ago on in January. And I spent a number of months in recovery and kind of like at a very low point in my life. And then Afterwards, I realized that I had been, like, asked by a whole bunch of people if I had started blogging or anything like that because I had a pretty strong voice about, you know, being yourself and kind of saying F you to everybody else. Um, and so I just started blogging and then it tumbled into Fat Girl Food Squad writing and now I'm just like, this is cool. I really like this group of uh, girls nice. and I like having my own girl gang. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. great. <laughs> Awesome. And how did, so did you, did you, did both of you experience body shame when you were growing up and how, how did you kind of start to overcome that? I feel like for me, I definitely felt a lot of body shame growing up. Um, Alex and I are both very tall as well. And I, I was the tallest and probably the biggest person in my class for like most of my life. And it's it's strange though because I would always be really down on it but I was never letting it like change who I was like I was always kind of a really like goofy and outgoing kid so I think that like I was kind of like in the mindset of like well this is my body what can I really do about it for a really long time until I got to high school and I think in high school I kind of started to really like not love my body and wish it was different which is kind of funny because looking back my body was amazing in high school <laughs> and it's still good now and I love it now but I very nice um now. like I definitely felt shamed from uh you know like my family people like even that were friends of mine like I just know that they never probably meant it but they'd always be saying things like oh like you lost weight or like oh you gained weight and like stuff like that can be can affect you in really different ways even if people don't mean it so yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so w- was there one moment for you that made you say, fuck it, I'm just going to be me and stop trying to change for anyone? Yeah, I it was, I think it was when I moved away, like I moved out of my hometown, I came to Toronto, and I was living on my own. And f- I, for a while, like, I, you know, I was living on my own. I came here, I didn't really know how to cook, and I gained a lot of weight. And at first, I was really disappointed, like my, you know, people were telling me and I knew like, um, and at first I was sad about it and then I was like you know what after like a couple like probably a year I was like what can you do about it and that's when I really started to get into the body positive movement at the same time so yeah nice the question I did okay yeah yeah you did you did Um, and then I also have very similar experience so I'm six two uh have been the tallest person in my classes since high school uh and I came from a a half Greek, half English background. So the one side was I would go to my dad's place who's Greek and my grandmother would be like, oh, you're you're hungry? And I'd be like, okay, yeah. And then she would make like a full meal. (laughs) I'm Italian, so it's like totally the exact same thing as what she's saying. I'm part Italian too, so I totally get that. I would kind of go to school and, and be made fun of for one, being tall, and then two, for kind of being very outspoken, even at a young age. And then get really confused because it was like, oh, at my dad's place, I'm at my grandmother's house, you know, we can eat all this meal. And if you don't eat the meal, you're like being shamed because you don't eat the food. Yeah. But then if you eat the food at school and there's like a lot of it, you'll get shamed then too. Um, and that kind of went on for like quite a while. I would probably say like my elementary and middle school days were very much like that. And then the turning point was I ended up going to a really great arts high school in Toronto called uh, Rosedale Heights School of the Arts. Mm-hmm. And I realized that there were a lot of people there that were just like really cool and like kind of amazing and wacky and really different. Uh, so I was able to express myself a little bit more without the backlash of like bullying. Um, and then university happened and I was pretty much like, fuck everyone. <laughs> I'm going to be myself because I'm cool. 
And then the like kind of like the great kicker was like I was at a, at a local zine event in Toronto and I was wearing like a really cute dress and someone came up to me and was like, are you a fashion blogger? And I was like, no, are you saying I'm cute? Oh. And then I like, like got really flushed obviously. And then, yeah. That's, That's awesome. And so your went. your light bulb moment was kind of when you had that recovery from your injury too, right? It definitely was. Yeah. I was, like I said, it was kind of this like horrible low point. I had to get out of school because I wasn't functioning correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, you definitely, when you're sitting in a dark room all by yourself for a month, <laughs> you're kind of like, this can't get any worse, so it has to get better. And that was kind of like the tipping point of actually being like, a hundred percent body positive now where I'm like, literally everyone can fuck off. (laughs) I'm going to be myself. Everyone can be themselves. Everybody is great. All bodies are wonderful. (laughs) Like, yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You're more than just a body, right? Yeah, of course. Exactly. So why, like, why do you feel there's a need for the fat girl food squad? Like what does that bring to, uh, you know, to our culture and to the body positivity movement? So I think for me specifically, because I I started later than Vanessa did, um, they had put on a lot of events for like people who are either like in the food community or people who are like plus size or people who are just considered fat, like whatever you self-identified as, um, they kind of welcomed you no matter what. Um, And that's really important coming from like uh, like someone who is a self-proclaimed fat girl and someone who's also like a queer person, like that's really great to find this group that will accept you no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a society where there's still so much problems with like ads and like being Photoshopped and all this jazz, like we need something that's located in a city or located in many cities that'll allow people to come together and at least like talk about issues or at least be around these people who are really like great and wonderful. Yeah. I think for I think for me, like the first thing I loved was that it was called Fat Girl Food Squad because I really think like there's such a, you know, a stigma around using the word fat. Like if you mm-hmm. self-proclaim as fat, you you're you're OK with it. Like you're like, I'm fat, but people will get upset. Like if I, you know, say to someone like in my family, like, oh, I'm fat. They're like oh, like, no, you're not fat. Like, you're just, you're, and they'll, like, use all different terms for it. Like, oh, you're chubby or you're overweight. And it's, like, I can be fat and I can also feel good about myself. Or you're big boned. Yeah. That was a big thing growing up because we're, like, we're both really tall. I'm sure Vanessa had heard it also where it's just, like, no, 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 you're not fat. That other girl's fat. You're just big boned. And I was, like, what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. So I think, like, claiming the word fat is great and it's a good move for body positivity but also fat girl food squad is great because like you don't have to be fat to mm-hmm. be on the squad you don't have to be a girl to be on the squad it's just like uh you know it's feminism it's body positivity it's love of food and also like i think the concept of loving food as a fat person is kind of scary and it's cool and radical that they're doing this because like when you're fat you're supposed to be seen eating like salad and like Mm -hmm. dieting but we're like no just you know be yourself be you if you love fried chicken like go for it (laughs) and if vegan like go for it it's just like be yourself Mm -hmm. oh I love it that's so good you said so many good things there and yeah so I (laughs) want to talk about the word fat because there are so many negative connotations to the word fat and for you know for me personally that was such a uh that was a really tough word for me to kind of neutralize because um like my brother called me fat for 18 years growing up like it was it was crazy and so (laughs) you know for me like fat just meant like you know not good enough unlovable like just you need to be invisible and and every and I think that that's what it means kind of in our society so how did you sort of work through redefining that for yourself uh (laughs) Do you want me to go? Yeah, yeah. You can go. I think for me, like, it was, I, like, once I realized that, like, people, like, girl, like, people on Fat Girl Food Squad and people who are body positive, like, we need to reclaim the word and we need to get the, you know, get it out there that it's not a negative thing. So then I just started to identify as fat. And when I identified as fat and I was okay with being fat, it was, like, people around me got that it was okay. And I think the more people that you know, are okay with that and also are okay with the fact that, like, if I'm saying I'm fat, it's also okay that you're skinny. It's also okay that 
you don't want to define your body at all. Like, it's fine. But it's, like, the more people that take back, like, neg- like the negativity of being fat, the more that people will hopefully be okay in their bodies and they'll be okay to be out there and be the person they want to be. That's so good. Do you... I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Do you cringe when you hear, like, the, the term, like, o- obese and stuff like that, too? Like, do, are you... Uh, yes. I mean, I remember in my grade 12, some class I was in, we had to take the BMI test. And oh, I, my God. And I, at the time, really, like, I don't think at that time I would have even identified as fat looking back on it, but I already thought I was... Uh, fat and then taking the BMI said I was I was obese even though I was like 5'11 and like under 200 pounds like I don't actually think that's obese at all I thought I looked great and like now knowing that obesity in the states is like a disease it's like (laughs) no it's just really the labeling of it and it's really unfortunate (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, it is. So for people out there who are like, oh, my God, this is like <laughs> that maybe the word fat for them is still like very kind of controversial. You, what you're suggesting is like just reclaim that word again and just use the, use that word. Like stop referring to people as like obese or overweight and just fat is just fat and there's nothing wrong with it. Skinny, same as like skinny is skinny. I definitely think that's a great way of putting it. But like the other thing is when you're skinny, you also have fat. Like fat is like almost everyone in the world will have fat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, you, you'll die if you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, every person carries that differently as well. And as soon as we take the negative out of the word fat, that's when I think there'll be like a huge social change and it's just starting now. Yeah. And I think it's really coming together because of sites like Instagram and Tumblr where you can kind of like, go on to Tumblr and type in like fat inspiration and then look through all these posts where it's just like women claiming back the word and being like, I love my body no matter what, which is great. Cause I don't think something like that would have really had a huge turnabout like 10 years ago. Yeah. Social media I think is really, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a, what's a double edged sword. Yeah, yeah. it definitely is. <laughs> There, you know? you'll, you'll get always people who will comment negatively on on things. And I think a good percentage of the time, it's just they want to comment to comment to kind of get that rise out of you. And then the other time, it's kind of coming from a place of ignorance or like, you know, they don't want to talk, think about what's happening within themselves. So they have to take it out on somebody else. Yeah, I think it, it can be it's like it's weird. It like makes people uncomfortable, you know, like how do you respond to people who say, well, you're promoting an unhealthy lifestyle? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I I'm very frustrated, frustrated by the concept that, um, you know, fat equals unhealthy because yeah. you can be healthy at all sizes and you can be unhealthy at all sizes. For sure. mm-hmm. And I think there's you know, there's so many issues with the media making that true, like, um, you know, there's like weight loss shows and makeover shows and people can quote unquote look healthy afterwards, but are they Mm -hmm. healthy? No. Like I, in the summer and in any temperature that's not right now, like I ride my bike to work and back every day and I would consider myself a a relatively healthy eater, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure when people see me they just assume yeah. I'm unhealthy. Like we just eat cake every day or something. Yeah. And I mean, I, I wish I was eating cake every day, but I'm not. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it would also boggle my mind when people would comment on like my photos or whatever. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, look at this girl who eats so much cake. And I don't even like cake that much. Like I'm the type of person who doesn't like sweet food. But that's like what they would use to kind of be like, oh, it's bad to be fat. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, this is wrong. Yeah. And I mean, I've been roughly the same size since high school I've only changed very evenly like forward or backwards to my weight and in high school I used to play two to three sports every year for five years so in no way does fat equal not fit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah totally of healthy at every size I think Mm -hmm. is amazing like I love looking at women and like uh, anyone like people doing yoga who are like considered plus size people doing these like you know, acrobatics or like 
um, pole dancing or just like these things that people would assume that bigger bodies can't do Mm -hmm. or even like any type of body like healthy at every size means like you know not just able-bodied people there can be like um, people with disabilities people who are plus size um, just people who wouldn't be considered healthy I really like the movement of putting it out there that like you can be a healthy person even if you don't look like quote-unquote healthy yeah yeah, that's a I think it's 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 one of the best sort of movements that's really kind of in its very early beginning stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it can only get better from here. Yeah, I think the the great thing about the social media will be that it will get better. I think it'll be a very rocky road, but I think 10 years from now we'll be like seeing these new really awesome people coming out of middle school just being like, "I love myself." And I'll yeah. just be sitting there crying with ice cream being like yes this is wonderful and beautiful (laughs) so what do you guys mean when you say there's a little bit of a fat girl living inside everybody i think Um, (laughs) i think that can mean a lot of things i mean i think being a fat girl can it can mean that you once felt insecure and now you don't or being a fat girl can be you know Pretty much anything that I think people associate with fat people is the same with anybody else. Oh, so like, uh, <laughs> oh, I just down that cake like a fat kid would? Like, yeah, like, like I think maybe the idea is that anyone can come on to Fat Girl Food Squad and associate with what we're doing. I think that's really what, like, everyone has a fat girl yeah. inside. And because we've, we've taken the word fat and made it into this, like, great positive feminist thing. Yeah. Then, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to mean like everyone has like a sad fat girl in them. Mm-hmm. Everyone has like an awesome person inside of them. And I think yeah. like the other thing is like because I'm tall and like yeah, I may be fat, but I'm like a lot physically stronger than a lot of the people I know, at least in my friend group, because a lot of my friends would be that very stereotypical like skinny friends and I'd be that like one really tall fat friend. <laughs> and I would be like lifting stuff and they're like, Oh, I can't do that and I was like, I'll lift it for you. And if they, like, also can see that they can join this great group and have this great support system, then that's really awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So I think, you know, I think one of the messages that comes through pretty clearly is that you shouldn't let other people dictate how you show up in this world. Yep. Um, And, you know, I think that's really just kind of a reflection of confidence. But what does, you know, what does confidence mean to you guys? Oh, man. I think for me, confidence comes from learning to love myself no matter what mm. I'm doing or, like, my weight. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it grows from a place of, like, having this, like, feeling inside of you where you're like, I'm kind of unhappy. And then you're like, but... I don't have to be unhappy because like there's a whole bunch of other people that are going through the same things as me and you're just like you can grow from that Mm -hmm. and like confidence comes from looking at a magazine and seeing like someone who's roughly the same size of you or is even bigger than most of the models in it and seeing that in print and on like a national magazine and you're like holy crap that girl was like almost the same size as me or we're like the same body type that's fantastic That gives me confidence because she's in this national magazine. Mm -hmm. I think for me, like, confidence comes from a place of realizing that, like, it's great to impress other people, but really Mm -hmm. in the end of the day, I want to make myself happy. And of course, I want to do that by, like, still respecting other people. But (laughs) when you start to realize that, like, you're probably going to be the happiest in your life if, like you're being, you know, you're making yourself happy. If you're making yourself happy, you end up feeling more confident with yourself. You end up realizing, oh, like, I can dress however I want to dress and I'll feel better about myself. People will respond to you knowing that you're confident, even if initially, Mm -hmm. like, you don't realize it's confidence. If you start being the person you want to be, and not being so worried about what other people think, confidence, like, comes from that, I think. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. And I think it's hard, like, as someone who identifies as fat, sometimes it's hard to, like, 
want to be exactly how you want to be because you're kind of like especially in like the looks department Mm -hmm. you often feel like you have to be whatever is considered like the prettiest but then you start to realize that like you can look however you want you can be inspired by whoever you want and dress however you want and if you're happier in that people will respond to you better and you will be more confident oh that's good nice super eloquent there (laughs) yeah yeah no that was that summed it up really really well so you know like I I work I work with a lot of women who who have a who have a lot of a lot of body shame and you know like they feel like they need to hide themselves from the world because of their body so whether it's they don't want to go to the gym because they're ashamed of their body or they don't want to go to social events um what's your advice to women like who are feeling that way well, I would say first, I'd like to just say that like I have days still where I feel body shame, like no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. But I would say that like the first step in not having body shame is like challenging those fears, like challenging yourself to, you know, go to a gym. Going to a gym is still scary to me, to, to be completely honest. But yeah. I've I think that if you start in a place where you can find some sort of security in whatever you're doing, that's like the best way to start. So maybe first seek out a gym where you know that uh, maybe there's like no personal trainer. So you know that you're not going to feel like you need to lose weight. You're just going there to be healthy. Or if it's like going outside in a bathing suit, like maybe first you do it in a place that you're just with your friends or something so you're hopefully feeling a little less judgment because the more you like put yourself out there the more you realize that it's going to be okay like that the shame you're feeling from your body will feel less and less scary and soon you'll just realize that like you're a body everyone has a body and it's going to be crappy to go through life like not wanting to do things that you want to do yeah and I think, like, another really great point about, the, like, the gym thing is, like, to find a buddy. Use the buddy system. Yeah. Because at least, like, for me, I, like, volunteer to go things with people because I'm very out there. I'll put myself out there a lot. Whereas some people are really shy or they, like, when we go shopping, let's say, like, me and another, like, girl who identifies as fat will go shopping. And they'll be really, like, insecure about it. But because, like, I'm not that insecure... I mean, I have my bad days, like Vanessa says, everyone does once Mm. in a while. Um, I'm, like, the best because I just, like, pump people up. And I'm like, you look great in that dress. Yeah. Or, like, on the elliptical, if you're, like, running with an elliptical. I don't really know. (laughs) If you're, like, doing your thing and you're, like, not feeling really great, I'll be like, yeah, look at me on this bike machine rowing and doing stuff and (laughs) just being ridiculous. But, like, that level of positivity will like pump you up as well um i think having a friend is a friend going through it with you is a great idea and like sharing with your friends your insecurities is also a really great way to like get them off your chest because it's like pretty i'm pretty certain that your friend or maybe your partner whoever when you share these insecurities with them they're gonna say like like don't even worry about it you're an amazing Mm -hmm. person and they'll validate you and that can be a great thing too it's just like having a support system to motivate you to do whatever you're afraid to do yeah and i think another great thing that i started to do when i was getting more positive like body positive is like it's gonna sound really weird but I would go into like the bathroom and just kind of like look at myself and I would pick out things that I really, really liked mm-hmm. and I would negate the negative. Um, the other thing I do, which is kind of odd, is I buy myself a lot of really fancy lingerie. <laughs> That's a great thing. That's a great but thing, yeah. Like, nobody knows this, but I am damn sexy under my clothes and I feel good and this looks cute. Look at this bra. It's so cute. Nobody knows, but that like you know and that you can say like I'm wearing the cutest bra and panties today it looks great on me is super motivating to like get out of bed when you're having like a really bad day and like I have to go to work today time to put on that wonderful bra that has that lace on it and that little trim and a bow it's gonna make me feel great nobody else will say it yeah (laughs) but it's for me and I mean at the end of the day you're doing this for you don't do it for other people just do it for yourself because it'll make you feel a hundred times better than it did before 
That's awesome. Love those things. And can I just say, I'd like to go to the gym and shopping with you. <laughs> oh my God. Sounds really I fun. Know, now I'm like, Alex, why haven't you been to the gym before? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Um, so yeah, speaking of like, you know, body positivity rituals and stuff, and you know, you mentioned like putting on fancy lingerie, what other kind of, you know, let's call them rituals have, do you incorporate just on a daily basis or that you find um, helpful in, in your life? Oh my God. For me, um, even if I'm just, uh, you know, going to work or whatever I'm doing, I like to try to just make myself feel good by looking good. And that's different for everybody, right? That doesn't necessarily mean I'm putting on like a full face of makeup or anything, but I, I find that like, taking the time to have a little bit of self-care in the morning before I go out is like very helpful. So even if it's just literally like doing my eyebrows, I'm like, okay, I, you know, I did this little thing. It's making myself feel better. And then I feel like throughout the day, I end up feeling a lot better about myself. Um, But I think that that's, that's completely uh, different for every person. Like, um, like someone might just put on fancy socks and feel like that's a really great way to feel better about themselves and for me it's definitely like besides that I to be honest just like sometimes just take selfies of myself that I don't Mm -hmm. share with anyone but it's more because I like to look at myself and I look at myself in a picture and sometimes it's just really helpful to say like you know what you look great in that picture self like don't worry about it so much yeah I'm a huge yeah I'm a huge like (laughs) Selfies are great. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if it makes you vain. Yeah, they make me feel super good (laughs) because I look through, like, the photos and I'm like, I look really good today. And like Vanessa says, like, Vanessa will come to work and she looks fantastic all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I look like a pile of garbage. But it's whatever because Vanessa looks so good. And because Vanessa feels really good, it, like, reflects off her and goes into me. And I'm like, I feel better now, too. (laughs) Or, like, on days when I have really bad migraines because I've had a lot of like issues with headaches and migraines since my concussion um even getting up out of bed in my like crappy pajamas I'll just like go and find the most bright colored lipstick I have and put it on because while I'm putting it on I'm thinking about like all these ladies who are wearing this fantastic lip color who are being bosses today you know down with the patriarchy (laughs) and I just like put it on and it immediately makes me feel better and it's like this magical thing where a lot of people will consider feminists to be you know bra burning and no makeup and I'm just like no 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 hold on here if it makes me feel better why is that negative and it's not or like even self-care can be like putting on some nail polish or taking a really nice hot bath or a really hot shower, going to watch your favorite movie. Cause like yeah. watching a favorite movie with like one of my good friends just makes me feel so good. <laughs> or like awesome. going shopping, buying yourself <laughs> something nice, which I mean, let's be honest, everyone does sometimes or like going out to your favorite restaurant and ordering your favorite dish and having that like comfort of like hot soup on a cold day. Even that's like really like empowering and you feel so much better oh that's so good it goes it's like it's really from the inside out you know (laughs) yeah it is it's like it doesn't I think it's just as long as you're doing something that's making you you know feel good and it's I think it really is about self-care in the end like self-care is doing something that's going to make you feel better and that's different for every person but once you start to realize that like self-care is important because I think a lot of people think that like you'll feel like caring for others is the most important Mm -hmm. and it's great to care for others but if you're not caring for yourself you're not going to be able to care for others uh, the same way and I think that that's definitely what people think about selfies like a lot of people think that selfies are like you know super vain and awful and I'm like well, hold on a second. I mean, you don't have to look at the selfies on my cell phone and you don't have to follow my Instagram or my Tumblr. These pretty much are just for me and you just happen to see them and I look great. And once that's like super important too, is to realize that 
self-care doesn't make you vain. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a great person because you're taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, well, I think the thing with selfies is that some people really do do it because they need the validation from other people because they really mm -hmm. don't feel it inside. So it's different in the circumstance where you're doing it because you feel good and you want yeah. to, you know, and you want to share it with the world or with yourself, you know? Yeah. If you take a selfie, you feel good about it. You post it on social media and other people like it. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, you do feel good because you're like, okay, cool. I thought I felt good and other people think I look good too, I guess you could say. But like, ultimately, if you're happy with who you are and you're posting selfies, like, I don't think there's yeah anything wrong with that. And, and so many people like it when like, anyone posts a selfie because it makes them feel good about it too they're like yeah yeah Holy crap, like i feel good today as well i see a cool like fat babe with like uh you know rocking some like interesting style like Pop i want to see a picture of them i want to see a picture of them doing the doing 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 you you know yeah doing you. i want to see a picture of thing. them being themselves because it'll actually make me feel better too like if I see yeah a girl in a crop top or in a bathing suit like actually I saw Alex in a bathing suit last year before I met her and I didn't know her and she was on like a million websites oh in her bathing in her fat kini and I was I'm so watching. excited because the more people that are out there being themselves the more that I feel okay being myself I think yeah, yeah, and I commend yeah. you for that. Alex, is that the picture that you use on your Skype? It is, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> that picture was that, on, like, um, everything. Yeah, I, I kind of, like, posted these fat kini pictures, and I was like, this is a lot of fun. Holy crap. And then during the summer in August, we were up, up north at my cottage. No internet, so, of course, I wasn't looking at anything. And I get this text message being like, you're on BuzzFeed. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like half asleep. It's like 10 a.m. I'm like, I'm sleeping in. I stood up super fast, found the BuzzFeed article, walked out into the living room of the cottage and was like, I'm on BuzzFeed. And from there, that like rolled into being on a whole other, like a lot more websites. And then the most recent one was Bustle talking about the 14 most important things that happened in 2014 for the plus size community yeah and number like nine or eight or something was me and my fat kini and I was like holy crap <laughs> and it was like insane that's yeah. that's awesome good yeah. for you <laughs> how cool yeah, is like, that and I feel like I should like <laughs> crawl into my it. big sweater like oh my god <laughs> well you're rocking it in this picture I can tell you that oh, much you yeah <laughs> That's my response to anyone that says I can't wear what I want to wear. It's pretty much just like, haters going to hate. Bye. <laughs> today. Which I think might be the, the answer to the next thing I was going to ask you guys is just talking about this in the context of food. Like, you know, you're, you know, the, the, a lot of the message of the Fat Girl Food Squad, or at least some of the pictures are like, okay, we're just eating food like normal people. But I think a lot of people feel that kind of food shame and you know it's I think people of all shapes and sizes feel it especially as women it's like we feel like we need to always order the salad or like the fish and you know what is like what's your sort of perspective on that and what's your advice to women who kind of you know don't eat what they want because they're afraid of what other people are going to think um so we're at my house right now summer and uh my mom is getting ready to go out and she pretty much was just like sticking up the middle finger and so i guess what that means is like you kind of <laughs> just say fuck you or fuck it and then you eat what you want to eat which is yeah. like very basic that's a basic basic answer to that awesome question <laughs> yeah like eating eating in public is definitely something that for i think women in general there's so much stigma towards it like if you know, you're going on a date or something or you're out with friends or family or it doesn't matter who, like you always kind of feel like your order is going to be like judged in some way. Mm -hmm. And I felt like for a really long time, I always felt like I had to pick like whatever seemed like the healthiest choice on the menu just to give off this like, um, you know, oh yeah, I totally do eat healthy, which like I do eat healthy, but you know what? Sometimes I want like a fried chicken sandwich and yeah. that's okay too. And I think like, the more you start doing that, it almost like it creates a ripple effect where like the people you're with will do that too. And then they won't care as much. So I think that eating in public 
can be so much greater if you just, yeah, you just say like, fuck it, I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. Most of the time when you're eating in public, someone else is making you food, like you should go all out and order whatever Mm -hmm. you think, you know, what can you not make at home? What seems amazing right now? What are you wanting? Instead of just being like, I guess I'll eat a spinach salad with this really... (laughs) That's going to cost me $18. It's like dried cranberries on it. I mean, that's amazing sometimes and sometimes you want a salad and you should eat whatever you want, but... It realizing that um, no one, like, if people are judging you, whatever, you probably don't even know them, and it's not going to be a big deal in the long run. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a lot happier making yourself happy. And, like, going out is a part of that, like, self-love tradition where, you know, at home you may eat that salad, but when I go out, I want the fried chicken that I do not make at home because it is too difficult, and I will order it, and it will be great. And normally I'm sitting with someone who's also eating fried chicken, so it's just like... This beautiful relationship with food that definitely starts from being like, I love myself and I want to treat myself well. And if that means once in a while or even like once a week, you eat something to self-indulge, then that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, So good. Awesome. And your mom sounds really cool, by the way. (laughs) My mom is like, her mom's super really cool. cool. (laughs) Just met her. She's a great lady. like (laughs) so as we wrap things up here uh, the last question i like to ask all of my guests is what is the most fearless thing that you've done so you can answer individually obviously um vanessa would you like to go oh man i think for me the fearless the most fearless thing i've ever done is like deciding that i could be the person I wanted to be and not be afraid anymore and that took a really long time because I'm a people pleaser to the next level like all I ever want to do is make everyone else happy but realizing that like I could um look the way I wanted to look and be the way I wanted to be I feel like life just really went up from there but it took a really long time to do that it took a really long time for me to realize like the style I wanted to give off the person I wanted to be and to kind of just be a little more brazen it it was really hard and it took a while but now that I'm there I do not regret it at all and I wish I could like go back to my teenage self and be like don't even worry um you know boys are gonna kiss you and you're gonna make amazing because all I was ever worrying about when I was young was like oh like I'm never gonna be loved and I'm never gonna be good enough and it's like actually it comes from inside Mm -hmm. and if you're happy with yourself you're gonna put out that energy you're gonna achieve more um and just saying yes to things you're afraid of for me in terms of like my work that has taken me so far of just like kind of saying like you know what just like try something new and just do this and just keep going it's I don't know it's like that's what it is yeah Uh, (laughs) you're unstoppable now right (laughs) thanks fucking are um and I definitely think the most fearless thing that I've ever done and I don't know if I can split this into two things or like I can maybe like like put them together would be Definitely buying my very first bikini as someone who's fat and then putting it on, having people look at me while I'm taking photos for my blog, and then that, like, really kicking off and being on all these different websites because as much as I wanted to, like, vomit (laughs) because I was so, like, I'm on websites and I was, like, freaking my shit out. Um, (laughs) The best thing about that was, like, a whole bunch of people were commenting on my photo being, like seeing this photo makes me love myself more and I'm definitely like Vanessa I was definitely a people pleaser pleaser and I still definitely am like I want people to be happy but I'm making them happy by being myself which is so much cooler than pretending to be somebody I'm not yeah um, and then I'm, I'm gonna like quickly do another one uh, I recently spoke at a gender studies class in my old high school about fashion and being body positive and that was terrifying talking to teenagers is really scary <laughs> the worst yeah and so. especially in like a gender studies class which I kind of wish I had when I was in high school and like oh my gosh no just having the one girl in the class being like I was going to a wedding last year and I saw your blog and 
I kind of was like, fuck you to my mom for telling me that I couldn't wear high heels because I was already so tall. And I was just like, <gasps> in the front of the class, like trying not to cry because it was such a beautiful story. And I helped that girl decide that. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Holy crap. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Cool. So, I'm so much more like vague. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm trying not to ramble, but that was definitely like super important. No, the that's amazing and good for you. And you know what? Like how amazing is that that the school had you to come in to talk about that? Yeah, it really? was um, Oh my god. My old teacher like she, I'm Facebook friends with her now. Thank you Facebook. And she kind of put this thing where I was like if you want, you can come in to talk to the class and I was like, "Huh? huh uh, yes." Huh. Oh my god! Huh. That's incredible. Slushed and stuff like that because I think a lot of people think I'm a lot older than I really am, um, and I'm just like I'm too young to do for this, and then I'm like, but I'm doing it, and that's so cool. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, we need more role models like you, ladies. So that's great. Oh, thank you. So, what's next for you guys, or what's next for the Fat Girl Food Squad? Where is it going from here? Domination. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's only going up from here, you know, like, um, it's only just in its second year of being, and we've, you know, the squad has already done so many amazing things, we've done pop-ups in Toronto, uh, we just did a super cool, uh, like, prefix dinner, and a, a photo kind of, what am I trying to say, like, learning how to use... Uh, cameras with Yuli, who's our photographer, classes, just things like that. And I think that the more people that find out about us, the more that we are motivated to do all these different things. I mean, Fat Girl Food Squad founders were just on the cover of Now Magazine, which is... <laughs> naked! They were naked. <laughs> and they amazing. Were and they were there. And that happening, I think, was one of the greatest days of my life. Because seeing, like, every single corner two fat naked girls and everyone on the subway reading a paper with fat naked girls on the cover I was like I would have never known that this is going to happen and mm -hmm. it can only get better from here and yeah it, it was right at new year's resolution time it was so awesome yeah. I was so I, I had just moved out of Toronto and I when that came out and I was like oh my god this is like the best thing that Toronto's done and I'm not even here for it yeah, Fuck yeah. I, I cried I, I definitely just... cried <laughs> I cried. I showed everyone I knew. I was like, if I, everyone else can have things like this on their streets, like, the world will be a better place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Prefer? Um, <laughs> prefer, um, I think the great thing is that the squad is constantly growing. We now have squad members in New York and Ottawa. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Texas. I think Texas. Texas. Maybe L.A. Now yeah. I'm just, I don't know, but like the squad itself is growing. The viewership we're getting is growing. We're hoping to do a lot of really fun things in the new year. Like I was just telling Vanessa today that we should have another film series going where we like watch films and then talk about them. Um, yeah, that, so, that, yeah, that jazz. The world's, <laughs> the world's our oyster. And I don't yeah. really even know what that euphemism means, but I like it, and uh -huh. good things are happening. I think, I think world domination is on the, like, market here. <laughs> so if people yeah. are interested in, um, like, starting a squad in their own town, is that a possibility? Yes. It's definitely a possibility. If you head on to the website, um, you can contact the Fat Girl Food Squad and essentially start a, talk about starting up a squad because that's how all these squads have grown. Is that one person in that town, whether, you know, Hamilton's a great example, is Carly from Hamilton just really wanted to start a squad in Hamilton. So she did. And now she has people there and she's had wonderful opportunities to do talks and have a table at their comics festival and just all these really cool things that it's just that one person needs to reach out. Mm -hmm. And from that, we can have more people. And like, it doesn't have to be a person who is fat. It doesn't have to be a girl. It can be anyone that wants to join can join um, and just contact us because that's the first step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's really just, you know, to be kind of like a representative for just an, an inclusive community, right? And just a yeah. body positive, accepting community that just happens to also love food and, you know, fashion and all that other fun stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
Cool. Amazing. So where can people find you? Um, so on most social medias, I have the username not afraid to wear heels, oh, uh, awesome. like the high heels, not, not the heels of your like healing powers. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, you can definitely find me on Instagram. Uh, I just Instagrammed a photo of Vanessa and put it on my Instagram. So that's, <laughs> that's there. <laughs> and then Vanessa, uh, on Instagram, I'm enchanting ghost. And I do use the same name on Twitter, but it only has one G because someone took the original (laughs) Enchanting Ghost. And uh, same name on Tumblr, but with two dashes in between (laughs) the Enchanting and the Ghost. So I primarily uh, like to use my uh, Tumblr and Instagram, but I'm really trying to get into Twitter. It's It's a process. It's like I'll love it for a couple weeks and then I forget it exists. But I think that uh, I'm trying. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, otherwise, if anyone listening that lives in Toronto, you can pretty much just hit us up on, like, Instagram and, like, I'll hang out with you. I I really like to hang out with people and anyone messaging is just, like, this great feeling about talking about stuff, so. Yeah, I like to have a lot of internet friends. Mm -hmm. Internet friends are (laughs) where, where it's at. Great. And all the stuff on the Fat Girl Food Squad is at fatgirlfoodsquad.com. And Fat Girl Food Squad is also like all over social media as well, yeah. right? It's all and over Twitter, social media. Facebook. Best place to get those links is definitely from the um, website itself because some of them are fat girl with no I and other ones are. So, but mm-hmm. if you go onto the website, you'll definitely be able to find us on any social media platform. Yep. And I will link to all of those in the show notes. So, what? Thank you, ladies, so much for all of your time. I loved chatting with you. I'm sorry I've moved out of the city um, because otherwise we would have totally done this in person or hung out. Just in Toronto. Yeah, we will in Toronto summer. We'll have to hang out. We can go shopping into the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll skip the gym and just go for that ice cream instead. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, for sure. More fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, ladies, and rock on. Yeah, thank thank you. you. If you like what you've heard, please head to iTunes and leave me a review. I would be so grateful if you took two minutes to do that for me. And don't forget to head to summerinandin.com or summerthenutritionist.com to grab your free rule breakers guide to rocking your bod. Until next time, rock on. 